stand for Curse's text? You promised me explosions. Let's go. Good afternoon and evening and maybe morning, depending on where you're watching this. It is welcome to Enterprise at 8. This is Live Long and Podcast Star Trek Enterprise Rewatch Series. It's been over 20 years since tonight's episode, Vox Sala, first aired, but we're just getting started here at Enterprise at 8. I'm Jody Simpson, and joining me tonight is our awesome producer and the man who does unspeakable things in the mess hall, Dave Mater. Yes. I... um. I eat the same way, but I don't do it in front of others. You know? Okay, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> and of course, who could forget the guy who thinks Archer gets cooler with even more mentions of water polo, Kevin Millard. Oh my God, don't get me started. I can't believe we had to watch water polo in this episode. <laughs> Best sport in the world. Best sport in the world. Oh God. <laughs> I don't know what was worse, watching him cheer or watching the water polo uh i think it was a toss-up for sure uh and adam and i thought it was just a bunch of guys screwing around in a pool <laughs> wow those things just jump in sometimes uh adam is currently traveling on business and won't be joining us tonight but i'm sure he'll be back shortly uh anyway tonight's episode as i said is voxala this is the 22nd episode of the series uh also the 22nd episode of the first uh season so there you go uh this is the episode where hoshi desperately tries to communicate with a symbolic alien creature that captures crew members including archer and trip and cocoons them in its web and bonds with them kinky all right well um good i liked this episode it was fun it was fun enough, I think. It's okay. The water polo was the worst part. It's okay. I, I I I don't know if I'm being unduly hard on this show. I know it's first season and everything, but I still feel like they could have done more with this alien, like with them being linked together. Yeah. They, like the two people being linked together is kind of a classic. They always do it well, except this time we understand that even in an emergency, all Archer is thinking about is water polo. Well, you know, it is the greatest sport in the world. The greatest sport in the world. It's uh, one part basketball or something. Think of it as uh, one part basketball, one part swimming, and one part wrestling. Wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Because Which why, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. That's really what water polo is. But like who when they decided to do the character bios of these characters said you know what he's going to be obsessed with a sport what sport can we be obsessed with basketball soccer no no water polo it has to be a scott bacula thing maybe yeah you think it's a scott Bac- i i liked it like whenever it, it comes up in the fun facts because it hasn't yet you think that archer would be into archery I think maybe they would have thought that was a little stupid. I mean, that would have been better than water polo, but yeah. Or just because, you know, baseball with, with Francisco uh, would be with something. Sad Star Trek news. Uh-oh. 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 Well, we're, we're eagerly waiting to find out. Was it, was it that Stanford lost to Texas? Well, in this uh, future game. But meanwhile, like that was, we never did find that out though. No, yeah, but they, it's implied that he tripped did watch it. So, uh, trip, trip well, he kind of, yeah, he kind of gave a wink there, yeah, like uh, that he might know the result at least. Nathan Jung died on April 24th, 2001, at the age of 74. No cause of death was disclosed. The original series episode, The Savage Curtain, oh, okay, I know who this is, uh, was one of Jung's first on screen credits as Genghis Khan. No, that's oh my god! I just watched that one with William. He fucking loves. That's the one with. Uh, it's a good David one. I like Lincoln. that one. With yeah. the, 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 it's the silly Italians. I just did a mission last night that's uh, in Star Trek Online that's based on that episode. Really, right. like Abraham there Lincoln's go. there, and you're you're going through all these trials, and he's with the lava monster guy. Oh and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's something, and uh, Michael Burnham's in that episode too. Um, yeah, it's 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 a real mashup of things. Sounds yeah, like but uh, yeah, there's been a lot of Star Trek original series people we've lost. Um, 
well, this is kind of the time frame, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we don't live forever, unfortunately, Sam, and that's just how it is. But either way, yes, uh, well, we can always appreciate Speak for yourself. The... Riker intends to live forever. Well, Riker told us. But anyway. Yeah, we haven't seen him. And if you saw him in Picard season one, you would know he's definitely on his way. So, <laughs> what? Anyway. He makes pizzas. He, you know, he's uh, got his <laughs> kitchen all like high tech security system. Uh, there's lots of good things going on with Riker uh, post. Anyway, let's get back to this episode. I think we're right. getting off track. What do you think? But anyway, so, so yeah, well, we, we've, we've covered it. Uh, I really I'm like ready. the opening. I'm already the... posting that one, but anyway, <laughs> that comment. <laughs> Almost all the killing time. I'm just dead. Um, <laughs> Sam's got to get that. Get that Gilligan's Island zinger in there any chance he can. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the episode basically starts with him. What was the name of the aliens? The Oh, sorry. I, yeah, I got to look that I up. I don't even remember what it was. Uh, but uh, I got a picture of them here. Uh, oh, good. You know, like, uh, the, good makeup for them in this episode, yes, I thought. Yes, I did. I thought that was good, yeah. Um, and, uh, I like, it's kind of like, it, this episode has a lot of Hoshi kind of, focus but it's not even just a hoshi episode per se no, it it's kind of yeah. it's a real team up episode yes they actually it spread is. it yeah. out it, yeah they it spread it out it's not just focused on one person and every so often they other ones show up like we have we have like the conflict between uh flocks and um what's reed. his name yeah reed oh i uh, love which, that i, I love, love that. that we find out that reed is never in charge of anyone yeah. Even when he tries to pull rank, he's still yeah. He put he pulls rank, but he pulled rank in the worst possible place. Which he promised me explosions. He wants explosions. He wants to torture things. He belongs in the mirror universe. I really think more than anything. <laughs> Probably, yeah, yeah. He would definitely be. But the makeup on these guys is great. Like yeah, I, yeah. I thought it looked great. The costumes are cool too. I like or... this opening scene. They they do opening scenes in this show really well. They set up a good premise they, they do a, yeah they get it yeah. they do a good teaser don't they cretosins yeah, they're called cretosins cretosins oh okay cretosins. I just called them. oh cretosins is the name of the aliens yes oh okay there you go but i would have liked to see more of them we only got them at the beginning and at the end really uh yeah uh, they were the vessel for the entity uh more than anything well yeah they were it was like a like a stowaway on their ship and it kind of latched into theirs um yeah. we got a couple shots of that yeah you see like the aliens there and then it like kind of comes over and now the, the the all cg shots of this look good but when they do like the like animated like limbs yeah, falling off yeah. it works better <laughs> it, in space yeah it, it, it looks mean. like it looks like those you remember those like tube things that you'd play with when you were a kid that like oh, yeah. kind of infinitely infinitely yeah. rolling you could roll them and they were Looks just exactly like, like donuts but they're but they're yeah. not quite the right weight for the gravity that they're in yes in this show. Yeah. like yeah. like it's kind of a jizz monster guys like i don't want it be is weird, really a jizz monster, but yeah. it's like it's kind of gross and um you know you see like some of these slimy gross tentacles things like, and then we saw water polo and that was oh, the horror. yeah that was the real disturbing part <laughs> it has a real like invade uh, i don't know, like ghostbusters feel even to it in some ways yeah, yeah. But... it does it's got like goes are the uh goes are the whatever yeah uh, the, uh, the carpathian no or was vigo the carpathian vigo um, was the carpathian yeah yeah but like sometimes it works and like yeah some of like, these tentacles when they're moving they just it's 2000 yeah yeah this is 2002 cg it was decent then you know this was the first jump to high def too so you got to remember that as well so there's there's a lot of stuff they got to do here yeah um but either way i i liked it i i thought it was okay um but i agree with you they they didn't do anything with this alien other than just hang up a bunch of people like and every so often if the light touched this alien they would squeeze harder and you know, right. kind of recoil, kind of like a, a snake would, right? Uh, yeah, there you go. That's a perfect example of how the CG didn't fit. Yeah, yeah. The shadow is all wrong on this for sure. Right. The shadow's wrong. The lighting's wrong. Yeah, and I don't even know. It's the technology, I guess, at the time, but it's also like what they the capabilities, like the skill level. I think, and yes. what they had to, yeah. the time they had to do it, and because you know, this is the same time as like the Star Wars prequel movies and. You know, those look but dope. you're you're right, Dave, when you say the time that they had, like this is a weekly show. 
Yeah. yeah. You only have X amount of time. Yeah. But even like the prequel, like the Star Wars prequel movies in comparison, look sometimes kind of like they look awful. Phony. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Right. Um, I liked, like there were some great like moments in here. I, I like that like huh? each of the crew gets a little bit to do in this episode. Yes. Yeah. Even even Mayweather. When, I, like, I, I also like the Hoshi and, and T'Pol thing where T'Pol's like, you know, I'm only riding your ass because I know you can do it. So right. like, and it's my job. Like my job as for essentially first officer is to, you know, make sure I'm in touch with everything that's going on with the crew. Like that's, that's my job. Like I'm your boss. Riker was the same way. Riker would like jump into things that he wasn't supposed to be in. Like, yeah, yeah, Spock, same thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, it, it makes sense that she's doing that, but I like, again, obviously, uh, Jalen uh Bullock there she she knows how to act like she she's really good at not expressing emotion but still getting the point across which I thought was great but I I definitely like the the flocks in and read uh, thing the most it's like you know oh, yeah. uh, do I have to remind you that I've uh you know I rank you and he's like not my sick bay you don't <laughs> it's yeah. like true I I also like that Reed is the guy who invented force fields or at least perfected force fields, like the first one. I get the impression yeah. that he didn't invent them. No, no, no. Were... Them. He was just trying to get it to work with this thing. Well, he kind like, of, I think they already exist. They, they were like theoretical and they had kind of come certain, they had taken it so far, but they hadn't like gotten it to work functionally. So there was like a, a, um, a concept or like a, like a proof of concept sort of in, in place, but he kind of actually made it work in yeah. a practical sense yeah well maybe okay yeah well, either way it seemed it's, to be what they said i don't know well uh, yeah i guess yeah, yeah. I, I must have interpreted that wrong but the you know it's yeah it, it's this is not new to the series either like we've we've seen many things that are kind of newish like obviously transporters being one of them um you know we see those not that they invented that but you know we get to see that as well so it's nice that they do do that kind of thing in the show because it is the the prequel right like it's it's the prequel of prequels like that's that's all this is right so it's nice prequel to, see to end all that. prequels uh, or beginning <laughs> of them yeah i don't know how you how you how you'd word that but yeah so either way but i i liked i liked the even the aliens at the beginning i liked the fact that they offended them uh, and Just they're completely eating, yeah. clueless. Yeah, they're completely clueless. But yet throughout the episode, they give you the exact reason as to why they've offended them. But yet nobody's cluing into it yet. Like there's yeah. a scene where they're like, you know, they were fine until they got to the mess hall. You know, <laughs> right. and it's like, <clears throat> well, what yeah, did you do in the mess hall? You ate in front of them. Maybe that was the problem. Did they eat in front of you? No, maybe that's probably it. Like it didn't take that long to come to this. Yeah, but I like says, that that oh. as a viewer, you don't really come to it either because no, in all of the other Star Treks, I mean, this has never been a thing. Yeah, it's always over dinner. Everything is eating. It's, yeah, they're it always like eating. It's universal yeah. with all species, and I, I really like that they did that in this. That well, and these guys eat; they just don't eat in public, and they, yeah. you know, they treat it as like it's a private moment, right? So it's, yeah, it, it's interesting. Yeah, he went into the mess hall and found himself on Risa. Yeah. Eat the same way, but yeah, not basically. in the presence of others. Was it? Was this the Admiral Forrest? Like, was this um, Buddy? It is. It's Von Armstrong playing this guy. Yeah, yeah. He just like his voice is so distinctive. Like, you know, he, he played that Klingon earlier this season too. He's yeah. literally like every character that shows up. If it isn't like played by somebody from a previous uh, show, <laughs> it's probably him. <laughs> yeah, like, it seems to be kind of how they do it, at least in the first season. This episode's um, directed too by uh, Roxanne Dawson Biggs, uh, yes. or just Roxanne Dawson, I think at this point. Um, then, yeah, yeah. So Belana Torres, but literally one of the worst characters in Star Trek, in my opinion. But anyway. I love Belana Torres. Don't you be slagging on Belana Torres? Uh, Belana uh, Torres is terrible. Well, she's great. She's got a lot of pent up aggression. Let me be oh. angry all the time. That'll be fun. Out of my way. Yeah, out of my way. Pata. She's literally the Klingon version of a Karen. That's what she is. She's Klingon Karen. She's Klingon Karen. <laughs> so, and, anyway. decent director, I think. Uh, most of our, I enjoy yeah. the episode she. Directs I think the shots her. were pretty decent. Yeah, I, I can't find any. Well, I guess it comes down to what what's a director's job in TV versus. We have we have one coming up with uh, Worf himself, though. 
uh Mike, wait, Mike, an episode. is michael dorn directing an episode yep yeah he does i can't one. remember him ever directing I think it's the like, second last second last episode of the season i can't remember him ever directing like a, a next gen or a d space nine episode or a voyager episode uh like, that yeah, i can I remember know. um but, but hey they all they, they all uh, maybe get a, a turn at it but yeah i guess what in, in tv though i think like a director's job is more about uh getting the actors to give like you know maybe like yeah a, you're maybe. really you're really guiding just the actors it's not really the you know most of the shots is done by principal photography and stuff like that so the you know the director of and the right the writers have a lot of more clout in tv i think than in like than versus oh, yeah. like in film right where i would like imagine a, yeah spielberg has ultimate creative yeah control. he can interpret the scene and make it different and stuff like that yeah whereas they don't really do that in tv i don't think it's all storyboarded and basically the the yeah. director of photography kind of deals with it right so right uh showrunner ultimately showrunner yes yeah showrunner sorry oh there we go i forgot to turn that on um but yeah no i i thought the episode was okay i, I liked some of the conflict that was going on um the the scenes with the guys in the cocoons i probably don't need much of it um it was kind of boring yeah because it was trip <coughs> and and archer and they already share a brain yeah, like yeah. you're yeah. the same person. Like, I, I th this is my only problem. Like, this is fine. This is a good monster of the week episode. It's good. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it. I really think they messed up here. Like, they could have had what if what if they had to Paul and one of them. Yeah, and they like find out like they start talking about that she does have emotions and how strong they are or something like that. Yeah. Right. Like. Right. Like they got all this time to be talking. Why couldn't they have something useful with it? Something yeah. interesting, right? Like, yeah. like, and, and it's fine the way it is. I mean, to Paul being in charge of everything. I mean, they need that because everyone else is a fucking idiot. For the most so part, so they need somebody to be in charge. Yeah. Yeah. The only one who's not is Flocks, but he's barely ever like in in. He has no agency. He never. He's never he's, in like the. He's really misused in the first season. He doesn't like even he, come to like the staff meetings, really, yeah, or anything, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, they really they give him more of an on screen presence in the in the second and further uh, seasons. I find. Every every scene with him is good. He, yeah, he well, he's a great actor to begin with, yeah. and and you know the the guy's got a resume. You know the the length of my leg easily. I like the whole like dissection um, thing he did here. I only got like the one little shot of it, but like he's like there's. Um, what does he say? Like this. This is no earthworm. This is no earthworm. Isolated. That clip sounds like a brag. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> hey, ladies. This is no hey, earthworm. This is no earthworm. <laughs> mm. Uh huh. No, but I like the I like the conflict between him and Malcolm. I I thought that was well done. Um, not just the you know Malcolm pulling rank thing, but also the previous part of that where. You know, Malcolm's like, well, I got to like shock the hell and torture this thing to see, uh, you know, what what its tolerance is. And he's like, no, you're not doing that here. I'm sorry. It's not happening. Like, that's not what we do. Right. I, so Flox has a much more higher moral compass than. Yeah, I find uh, it interesting that it, this show is is. Is uh, sort of pointing out that most of our higher ideals didn't come from us. Yeah. In the later. Came from the other aliens we met. You mean. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So um, we, we, we were, we were, you know, we were molded by the people that we, we met, right? You like took the, the best the of yeah. maybe some of them, right? Especially like the, this Deno, like this Denoblian character, which seemed to have a, a massive influence on this first crew that. I guess well, they mentioned that. that in the pilot episode too, that he was there to train, to the train, the earth guys in new methods of medical and stuff like that. So it's, it's, it's neat that they kind of incorporate some of that in there as well. So, mm -hmm. but that's the other thing I've always liked about this show is the fact that we're not seeing a perfect crew. Like it, it's, you know, with TNG, everybody's perfect, right? Like, it, you know, no one fucks up really, you know, Jordy always can get that coolant leak and, and four fucks know, up sometimes or if once in a while, you know, but he, like, it, when he, he killed he like stabs his brother occasionally when yeah. he killed Duras and like, you know, um... eh, Duras should have gotten it. Right, anyway, when Riker's like, no, Worf, and he's like, what? He's like, shut yeah. up. I'm going to kill him anyway. Yeah, just yeah. drives the sword right into his chest. Yeah. And then Picard's like, I can't technically do anything about this, <laughs> but I'm mad. And Worf's like, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. yeah, I'm putting this on your permanent record. Yeah, Worf's like, okay, whatever. 
I got Alexander. You can't do anything to me. You know, that's pretty much what he looks like. Well, yeah, it was kind of a traumatic episode. Like, K- KLR did get beaten to death by Duras, but... Yes. Uh, KLR yeah. is the best Klingon ever. But... She was like Belana Torres. You hate Belana Torres, but you like KLR. KLR is awesome, though. Kind of similar kind of energies, I think. The the problem is that Kaylar wasn't whining all the time, and Belana Torres whines all the time. She was she whined about Worf, that how the Worf sucked. She was like, Worf, you suck. Yeah, you're not true. you 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 mope around Worf, and you uh, you know, and then they had talk about day. talk about the old ways, and you're only half yeah. that anyway. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kaylar, I liked that actress as Q's wife as well. Yes, yes. Right. When she was a Q, she was that was Vulcan. awesome. <laughs> she was Doctor yeah. Salar as well, the Vulcan doctor that works sometimes. Yes. Oh, right, right. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. She's in a bunch of yeah episodes. I think uh, yeah, I she's like she another on one it. of those. Yeah, she's another one of those actresses that wasn't you know, she on the like, Enterprise earlier this year? I felt like she was on an episode. I gotta look that one up. Uh, uh, I think she might have been. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, but anyway, either way. So yeah, I, I like the whole Flux and and Reed thing. And then when you look at the other side of the equation, where you deal with uh, Tapal and um, Hoshi, um, I liked that Hoshi started cluing in near the end of the episode. She's like, you know what? Yeah, okay, she's not actually picking on me. She's trying to progress. Uh, she's trying to progress things, right? So it's... I really like the Hoshi character. I, I'm ready for her to have a little more confidence. <laughs> Just, just yeah. She doesn't really gain that until at least the second season. So they 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 write her a little bit harder. I know she like the Linda Park's pretty young at this point, and yeah, well, she's youngest on the crew. They're playing her very young. Oh, oh, let's bring this. Who's this? Oh my! Hey, (laughs) are you in Calgary? Hello. Hi there. Hold on, I can't hear you. I just came (laughs) to say hello, guys. Hey, hello. 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 Oh, have can't hear you. Oh. Okay. Well. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. <laughs> cameo. It was a cameo. Yes. But anyway, so maybe he'll be back. Who knows? I thought it was Davin for a minute, but clearly Davin's not showing. Uh. Anyway, it's fine. Now, the one thing that, and actually, this scene here uh, perfectly projects this. Why is Porthos the smartest thing on this ship? Oh, he's the smartest, but he was, yeah, he was on to the he, he was he was on the um <laughs> he, he he could sense it. Yeah, he knew what was going on. Nobody was paying attention to Porthos. Poor little yeah, Porthos he... is just sitting there by himself, all hanging out on his bed there or his couch cushion, whatever you want to call it. And... Yeah, that's probably the loneliest dog ever. Yeah, like yeah. like well, Archer is too busy walking around and having dialogue all the time. Does he take like, it for walks? Yeah, that'd be perfect for a dog. Bring the dog with you. I want to know where does this dog shit? <laughs> right in Archer's. I don't bed. think there's an uh, arboretum on this ship. No, they're they're thinking so, about a swimming pool. Well, no, uh, because once the zero plating, you know, ends up causing the gravity plating. Only Archer. Only Archer. You think we could put? A I don't suppose pool? it. Oh my god! I don't suppose it'd be practical to put a pool on the ship. No, no Archer, we can't put a huge pool on this ship so you can play water polo by yourself, you yeah, dumbass. Say with no one. It'd be more practical <laughs> to leave Trip might show up, but that's about more it. practical to leave like the Starbase with like your actual like uh weapons installed. <laughs> yeah, uh, actually you know, that, I was, might, that might be handy too. I was thinking what they could do with this water polo thing is do like they did in Deep Space Nine and have have a water polo like a match against the Vulcans, but like before Vulcans know how to swim, so it's just a bunch of Vulcans trying not <laughs> to drown. And... Yeah, Vulcans. Uh, that sounds they, like a movie to me. They're like a desert planet. They probably don't have much of a water polo team. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Or anyway. water polo on Mars might be interesting with like uh, less gravity, um, yeah. or or on the moon for that matter. Yeah. Uh, so it doesn't matter way. what you do to water polo, it's never going to be interesting, Dave. No, no. like. I, I agree. I'm not a water polo enthusiast. Uh, why couldn't they give him hockey or something cool? Well, you that's know? what I'm saying. Like, literally, they do up character bios for shows like this, right? Like, they do character bios. They have a lot of, like, standard things that they need to know about the character to keep it consistent. Bible. Yeah, it's basically a Bible, right? And, you know, there, there's somebody down the road that went, all right, we're going to give him a sport. He's going to be a big sports enthusiast, but we're going to give him water polo as the sport. Like, is that some sort of sick joke or something? Like, what are they doing here? 
Is that like Brandon Braga's like thing, maybe, or Rick Burns or something yeah. like that? I, I, we got to get to the bottom of this. We're gonna find out. So I'm gonna do uh, some research. What would, did Janeway have like a like a sport or an activity other? No, than but her thing was coffee. Coffee. She liked to eat coffee cucumber uh, sandwiches with like Victorian era children. She's like, I am your <laughs> Victorian era children. Yeah, don't you know that about Janeway? Yeah, I know, like, I know. Yeah. That was like our holodeck fantasies. I'm like, this is what you give to her. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is it. And She's then, like, yeah. I am your governess, and I am. And here Picard to... was into reading. <laughs> your and... tutor. Yeah, he was into reading and history and and. And yeah, like, and like, like, like I get like Picard. He was a man of culture, a Renaissance man, you know. Uh, I, and like even with Kirk, like you'd see him doing like, you know, karate or whatever sometimes yeah. or yeah. Uh, different things. Uh, but uh, and Cisco baseball, of course, you know. Yes. Yeah. But Janeway and Archer, like they really started to go like, what is like? I guess he has a thing. It's water polo. It's just a weird thing to be, uh, in particular. You know, it's just like yeah. why did they? Why not curling for that matter, or something like just really out there? Uh, and like even like and, and trip, you're such a suck up, man. Just like pretending yeah. to be into this, you know. And Archer's just like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. The one thing uh, I, I I am impressed with all the time in this show is their use of beer. They always have tons of beer. Like and yeah, I know obviously general. like next gen next gen had you know synthol and all that but you know it's not really the same thing like this is actual beer like synthol doesn't exist yet as far as i know right so you know this is actual beer and we saw them in that birthday episode where they had the keg you know it's like it, so literally did trip just like bring a bunch of uh you know they got pretzels and, there and yeah they got pretzels as well it's like what are we doing? Bring the essentials. Well, yeah. I, 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 like they've been out here for about. But they're watching it on this little tiny screen, right? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, and it's it doesn't even look good. It looks like the worst resolution you've ever seen. Like you know, I know it's over subspace, but um, it's it is it's not even widescreen. It's just well, no. And he's like, oh, that's just water polo. That makes it. It's that's actually an HD screen. It just water polo <laughs> fucks it up. That's just, just, that's just makes it, it looks like it was recorded on a Sony camcorder in 87. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and like, I think even like a trip at one point, it's like, well, it's not football. I guess that's trips game of, 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 yes. of choice. Yeah. Texas, Texas. Yeah. Yeah. They had this whole Texas, California thing. And I guess it's implied, I guess that Archer went to Stanford, right? Like that's the only, but like he, he's, he's from California. Like San if Francisco. he's from California, well, San Francisco, like, wouldn't you think he would have another sport? Like, he would have, like, you know, surfing or something like that. Like, you know, like, anything would make more sense than water Sailing, polo. even. Um, sailing, yeah. He could be a nice sailor, you know, something like that. Who knows? But uh, mind you, they don't have a holodeck, so it's not. It just seems like a real, can... like, rich boy sport. I guess there's no money in this period of time. Like, they're post-economics. But, uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's just like, he's like, it's. You know, what's that? What's how deep's that pool? I was like, well, you know, it's so deep. You know, they can't they deep can't enough so that no one can touch the bottom. Yeah, so it's, what? It's, six, six, five? It is badass, man. This, you know. And then he's like, later on, he's like, every time we were down in the water polo, I knew I had to come back. As soon as you give oh, up, that's the worst. The game's lost. Yeah, the game's uh, lost. If you here, you, here comes the Kevin size. Yeah. What am I thinking? Concentrate. It's fucking water polo. No wonder he can't concentrate. Yeah. Stop it. Nobody you understands you have metaphor. You have almost naked men grabbing you uh, and trying to get your ball. Mm-hmm. And you're wearing this weird hat. Well, it's just a, a what swim is it? cap. It's a swim cap? It's not a swim cap, is it? Like yeah. what, what are these things? A little bit. It's like it's some I don't know, I guess it's a wrestling cap or something well, like yeah something yeah i guess it's got ear protection and stuff like that so you can hear but your hair doesn't get wet i don't really understand what <laughs> it, um... just seems, it just seems like it's a bunch of guys fucking around in the pool <laughs> yeah, i always thought it was a bunch of guys screwing around in a pool and i thought it was just a bunch of guys screwing around in a pool hopefully you don't get on like some sort of water polo blacklist or something <laughs> oh it's okay i'll be on that list it's fine um but anyway hey, right, like, I yeah, I'm oh, a swimmer ahead. and everything. I like I took a lot of swimming when yeah, I was me a kid. Too. Yeah. I never was asked to play water polo once. No. Nope. So never I've never met polo. anybody in my life ever that liked water polo in any way. So do you think it's an American thing, maybe? 
The other thing that's to it about the Star Trek universe is that it like we know by the time of Cisco, like baseball is kind of passe, like nobody's played it in a long time because it was a boring, slow game, and like other games I like Greasy Squares came along and replaced it. And they're like, but somehow this game endured, at least until the 2150s. Um, well, water polo, I think, is probably more exciting than baseball. You do notice it was still a, it was still, it wasn't like a professional game. It was still the college. Coll- it was like college, college level, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah that, uh, it was. And like, but it seemed like it was like the rivalry. Like, well, but Tripp is from Florida. He's not from Texas, but maybe he went to school in Texas or something. I don't know. Or it's just yeah. the South versus the West. I don't know. Like, it, it was kind of like they were trying to play up the regional. Yeah. rivalry of the states but so maybe he went to texas university or something maybe like before starfleet academy i guess you know yeah, like, um i assume that still exists or maybe he has no relation to texas and he just wants to be on the other side of archer yeah he's just maybe. like we're, we're cheering for uh i'm cheering for the other guys yeah yeah maybe so. so he was trying to cheer. I think earlier on, where he's trying to cheer uh, him up because, like that whole, like the whole thing that went bad with the Cretacens, right? You know, and like Archer's just sitting there in his um, in his thing. It better be important. <laughs> yeah, is. like it's water polo. Like, well, yeah, but like, why is he like such an ass about that? Like, number one, if somebody's if somebody's coming to the captain's quarters, <laughs> they probably have some sort of business with the captain. That would be kind of. Paul warns him. To... Paul warns him, like, yeah, you might want to leave him for a bit. Yeah, he's know? kind of cranky right now. It's yeah. like, well, yeah, but like, tell him to grow a pair. Like, yeah, you fucked up one thing. Big deal. It's like, like let's go check out these brown dwarf stars or something. Um, yeah, you know, and and and, and trips like Nomad. We gotta go watch the. I got the game. I got the finals. Yeah, he's like, I have water polo on disc. Let's do this. <laughs> let's get some pretzels. Tap one of them kegs, yo. These pretzels are making me thirsty. That's yeah. a Seinfeld reference, um, which I know you won't like. It's okay. Great. I hate Seinfeld. But look at his face. Look at his face. Yeah, like he's so pissy. Ah! <laughs> and then he's like, "But water polo? But water polo? You say? Yeah, exactly. It, it's let's, just let, it's so crazy. Let's change into our civvies." <laughs> And there's also the movie. We forgot about the movie. Guys. Oh, yes. The movie part. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Where uh, there was now this fr- girl, the girl right here looks very familiar and I don't know why. So I Is don't it... know if she was in something else or if she played. Interesting to me character. that like when they go to movie night, some of them stay in uniform. Some of them dress into other clothes. Um, it's, it's, well, I also think it's who's still on duty. Right. You might Maybe, find that the I people guess, that are yeah. in uniform are on duty, but they're allowed a pass to do this until something comes up. Right. So. so so yeah because uh, you remember the scene on the bridge with mayweather when they they finally contact uh that other species he's the only one on the bridge yeah he's the only left yeah. everyone else is busy <laughs> everybody right? else is doing some... out in the back but everybody else is drinking beer and, yeah. and watching water polo <laughs> he's like we don't even know what we did what did we do Oh, yeah, the whole crazy. conversation where with uh, him and Vaughn bon, bon Armstrong, and he's just like, "Sorry, you know." <laughs> yeah. I, I I thought like you eat like you mate too was kind of like I think like they could have um done it maybe more like direct and say you eat like you poop or something like that because obviously we all go to the bathroom but we don't do it in front of each other and I got like that I felt like that was more. Uh, akin or a better um well i think it was supposed to portray the fact that the translator's not working right either right like so she's getting little pieces of the puzzle but we don't get enough that we know what happened yeah well we're not supposed to we're not supposed to really get it i don't think we're saying we can have a dozen different meanings right which is also true in english so my other thing with this is when they contact mayweather and all of a sudden they're speaking english no problem that i was like that's kind of lazy like he's like yeah we we looked at your we we studied it up it's been a couple of hours and now we're fluent why didn't you guys do that before you invited them over you you know like "Ah, well we'll we'll be over in a bit it's it's not uh, a big deal it's just a little thing i was like oh come on (laughs) well you know is does hoshi feel so bad at the beginning because archer's so mad that she couldn't 
kind of make it work, you know? So uh, she has a confidence problem. Yeah. We already know that. And on top of that, you know, she's literally there as T'Pol kind of said, you know, that's your job. Your job is to do this. And yet you didn't do it. Right. So T'Pol, even though is kind of being crude about it, she's right. Like you, mm. you fucked it up. Right. But that's part of the job. It, part of learning how to fix it up. Right. So try to learn from failure. Yeah. Try to learn from failure. There you go. So you don't have but, to be emotional. She like they have right, a real, you don't like, have to be emotional. That they're the two women characters that, but... of this uh, senior staff, and they're just kind of like yeah, they're they, always kind of up each other's ass. They've been playing that up since the pilot, you know, that yeah. they were gonna, you know, kind of. Uh, she wasn't necessarily I, gonna be like, "Yes, sir, you're my superior officer, sub commander," or. Whatever. I thought after that episode with the Targs, remember that? Yes. Um, yes. I thought that that they were gonna like. Um, it's Paul Sleeping was going to become like her mentor, right? And Sleeping then this dogs, looks yeah, like they're right. going to do it again. But you guys have told me already that they don't really do that going forward. Well, they did it again a little bit here. So it seemed yeah. like a first season idea, it, but maybe it's, they... it's an occasional thing that happens once in a blue moon. But it's not. It's never concrete. I think that could have been a good. And like I was saying just before Adam came in there, I, I feel like Hoshi, even though she's really young, Linda Park's really young, and they try to play like her and Mayweather up as the two young people. Like she doesn't feel she feels older like an older soul right she seems like she's super yeah. capable whereas like mayweather mayweather feels like he's like 12 years old basically yeah mayweather <laughs> literally like they plucked him from a, a freighter and put him on this like mayweather he's got no 12, experience past he's a 12 year old jordy like, yeah. <laughs> like what oh did we eat in front of you sorry sincerely sorry you know? oh my god is there a coolant leak coolant yeah. leak can you just uh can you tell us what to do with this alien huh? yeah. um right and you know whereas i get whereas hoshi's always kind of like either combative or you know she's she's she, but she feels like she's going to be one of the smartest people on the ship and even like that's kind of what to paul's point is like you are one of the best people we have so just do your job yeah. and yeah, stop. just do your job and stop being stop being so it. fucking emotional and do yeah, your stop job. being so emotional. Like, yeah. yeah, but but I but I did like I like the interactions throughout the throughout this episode. I thought it was good. Uh, the only interactions that don't work for me are the ones that have to do with the cocoon stuff. Uh, yeah. But you know what can you do? I guess with that. But it almost was like the cocoon part was kind of like a second plot to the actual plot, which is let's let's see how these two characters interact and we get that a couple times with different characters right so yeah it's it's almost like it's a side note archer and trip yeah together is kind of a, i think wasted opportunity to kevin's earlier point and then yes. they, they they throw in the, these three like kind of red shirts for you know like that kind of really don't bring much to this episode at all no. like they're they're no. in it but like it's you know they just but... have to be the first ones to get captured so that way archer shows up and i don't know why archer for some strange reason loves to investigate everything like you have all this staff, send them. Like you're in charge of this damn thing. Yeah, the only one who got out of the room was Reed. Really yeah. like, you know. Yeah. And uh, and he's not in charge of anybody, no. even with them gone. Yeah, even with them gone, he's like a second rate citizen. Like it's yeah, it, it's he's not silly, in charge because but... Tapal is still around. And then yeah. he goes to sick bay and he's not in charge there. So basically Hoshi spends most of this episode trying to figure out how she can she can communicate with this this cocoon creature thing uh sperm monster thing whatever you want to call monster i like that sperm monster okay we'll do sperm monster uh but you know well and that's literally the whole thing with her and then you have reed on the other side who's like i want to erect a force field but first i want to make it be painful to whatever it is that i'm using with it It, you know so i got to go down and talk to flocks about this and see what you know see what he says blah 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 and then i'm just going to do it anyway and then flocks is going to tell me off but the so really the episode itself it doesn't drag but there's not a lot of content like to me there isn't a lot of content um yeah it's like it's a basic like the a monster captures the crew we gotta rescue we gotta our figure out how to get them out problem yeah, solve and get it, rid of the monster and there's some interpersonal yeah. conflicts along the way and then you know tidy yeah. and yeah. You know, tidy and we're done. done yeah and then the whole like, conclusion of the episode i felt like really dragged where it's like it what it's giving us coordinates we're learning to talk to it you know like i liked i liked uh, the problem solving with like at least you know, they ended it for more than five seconds <laughs> yeah 
Because usually it's the other way around. Usually it's like we get an ending that's so abrupt and fast that it makes no sense. Right. So they took a little bit more time there. Maybe yeah, they took more time. Maybe a minute more than I wanted. So it's hardly a gripe. But like I like the earlier parts where they're making the force field. They're figuring it yeah. out. They're, you know, it's, a, it's like teamwork. So here's my only problem with this scene. Okay. What is in the scene? We have the emitters and, and two guys and a guy shooting a phaser mm-hmm. around torpedoes. torpedoes. <laughs> like, Does anybody wait. else think that this is a bad idea? Like what happens if that phaser just kind of bounces off and hits one of them torpedoes, man? Like well, the armory officer cool was cool with it. Yeah. Well, Reed, the Reed's in charge of this. Yeah, but Reed's like, yeah, but, fuck you. I'm in charge here. I'll do what I want. I mean, anywhere I'm the boss, it's here in the armory. I will this light like this bitch day. on fire. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, that's just Reed, right? But yeah, anyway, but it's he gets he gets much more structured later on in the series. But yeah, for the first two seasons, he's what do just we make like, let's Reed? kill everything. He's like, I'm Mr. British man, but I'm also kind of like amoral in some ways, or he's, he's very, very amoral. And he's very dark. Remember, like when he was yeah. like, "We're gonna die. We're gonna die out here, trip in space." In the, in the yeah, trip's like, line. trip's like, pass me, pass me the mashed potatoes, pass me the bourbon. Yeah. I'm good, you know. And like, you know, he, he, <laughs> and then other times he's like, "We got to do. We got to save the captain. We got to save the captain, right?" And he kind of yeah. almost has like this wharf esque kind of attribute to him, where he's like, "I'm Mr. Right. Protective." Um, it doesn't really fit him very well for me, but like, um, no, yeah. Neither. Yeah, it's it, anyway. So they end up erecting this force field thing, and on top of that, you know, Hoshi ends up talking to this creature, makes the most annoying noise in the world for like a good solid two minutes of the episode, uh, and yeah. we have to hear it the whole time. Which I did pull it; it just, was too annoying. Oh yeah, that would be. I would probably quit at that point. But it, it's yeah, it it's brutal. That's sperm monster. The, yeah, the sperm monster. You know, he talks in some very weird tones and it's it's gross but anyway what's the what's the ending again like they just they, they, they let it go they or... end up taking it back to its homeworld thing yeah and, and then... drop it off in this crater and that's it from the planet that it came yeah. from because that's where the other guys were before that happened they're like yeah, yeah we oh, were there oh, and we saw them. this but it didn't really what's that hoshi tells them that they're taking it home and it lets yeah. everybody go yeah. leaves the sperm on them obviously yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Now there is there is one scene that's pretty fun though, and it's right before right before Archer starts his little speech, and he's in the cocoon, and there's one part where just like a drop of the shit just goes right in his mouth, and I'm just like, <laughs> like I'm sure this is probably just like you know cornstarch and water or something. Yeah, yeah. Like it's probably something. Very they had basic. a rough day on set, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, just getting but... in and out of that stuff. And yeah. just like here at the end, yeah, just I love this here at the end where he's just like, and Kabbalah, they slimed me. Kabbalah, do you need a towel? Yeah, and you want to go? <laughs> I guess you want to be going to your pool now for some water polo. <laughs> yeah, you want to do some water polo now? I bet you. I guess you're going to the sonic shower. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But and anyways, so, and, but... and that's we don't have they don't have sonic showers. Remember, like oh, the one right. place they didn't they didn't attach like a safety uh, handle was the shower. Yes, they're all, right. they're all yeah. over the ship. And he's the, flying around. Yeah, he's flying around when there's no, fails, no gravity. But not there. Which seems to happen a lot in this series. So yeah. they got to really right. perfect that. Anyway, I guess it's time for some fun facts. All right. Fun facts. All right. I got Jody. some here. All right. All right. Joseph Will Rostov auditioned for the role of Charles Trip Tucker, uh, which is actually one of the guys who was one of the like extra kind of guys. Um, the one that talks turned- or the one that doesn't talk? Uh, the one that oh, doesn't Michael talk. Rostov, crewman Michael, yeah, okay. crewman, yeah. Uh, it was down to the final two between him and Connor Trenier, and Trenier ended up getting the role. I think which... they picked the right guy, well, probably, uh, yeah, realistically. Uh, so this is one of 11 Star Trek episodes with a Latin title, the others are uh, Dramastus Prolet. I'm not gonna read them all, there's a whole bunch of them, but basically, it's mostly DS9 and Voyager. What uh, does this mean in Latin? What's the translation? Oh, uh, it means I think it's one voice, or lone solo voice? voice, lone voice. Yeah, lone voice. Um, so yeah, there you go. Uh, the music that plays when the alien creature is shown is reminiscent of the theme from the black hole from 1979, especially the final scene on the creature's homeworld. Yeah, that's yeah, that's kind of weird. Um, Joseph Wills, which is Rostov, also played uh, Keyless on Star Trek Voyager's Muse. 
a Quarian security officer in Workforce Part 2 and a security chief officer in Star Trek The Experience Board Invasion 4D, which was a uh, a ride, I guess. What an eclectic um, collection of, of things. That's, that's really all over the place. Uh, Hoshi's handheld translating device is actually a general radio sound level meter used to measure sound pressure levels in decibels. So it's an actual real device. Like the one at the uh, beginning where she's like, yeah, to out where the she's language? holding the thing. Yeah. Yeah. This thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, no, not that. No, thing. not no. that. thing. No, the handheld thing with the two prongs. Uh, oh, like at the oh, like uh, that she's yeah. at the very beginning here where she's yeah, this thing, that thing, that thing. Yeah, that's an actual decibel meter, apparently. Right. Uh, the dialogue in Act Four between T'Pol and Hoshi is the first on screen confirmation that T'Pol is Enterprise's first officer, uh, in addition to science officer. This is frequently implied in previous episodes, with T'Pol asserting that her Vulcan subcommander rank supersedes Trip's Starfleet commander's rank. Uh, which was mentioned in Broken Bow, um, which we, I don't know if we have we got. Yeah, Broken Bow was the first first episode. Uh, and with archers consistently assigning command to T'Pol first when leaving the ship and or the bridge. So this is the first time it's been actually confirmed, but. That she's the executive yeah. officer. And she's, she's literally the executive officer, yeah. Right. So. Uh, I, I still don't understand how a sub commander is higher than a, a commander. Uh, well, not because just, in Vulcan, everything's better, right? So I guess you. like <laughs> is a commander higher than a captain? Uh, like in the in like a like a like a the commander cap- of Vulcan of a Vulcan yeah. ship. I don't know. I would imagine they're probably equal. Because so, yeah, yeah, a sub commander would be one lower, right? Right. So like commander and sub commander, that's like a Romulan and Vulcan rank system, and then yeah. um and the then it's captain, then Navy ranks like captain commander. It's like Navy, yeah, yeah, whatever. basically. Uh, so the device that Malcolm Reed uses to erect a force field consists partially of several earpieces as used by Lieutenant Uhura in the original Star Trek Enterpri- uh, Enterprise series. So, oh, really? Star Trek series, yeah. yeah. Do you have a picture of that? I do. Be nice uh, to oh, see. it is! Okay, like you have to look really closely, but yeah, it's like in those little emitters there. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. They're, they're oh, sticking cool. out. Yeah, you can see the little thing sticking out. That's so neat. Yeah, yeah neat. I didn't pick up on that. I didn't either. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's why we have fun facts. Fun facts. With uh, this is also marks the first time that an Earth ship uses a force field. So there you go. I think that was Kevin that brought that one up. Uh, I wondered here too, like, did the, did the Vulcans already have force fields yet? Or like they had tractor beams at least, right? So it's... No, um, Vulcans had everything first. Because the way she... I'm thinking maybe not because she doesn't help. No. She's like, oh, don't <laughs> worry. We we know all about force fields on the Vulcan yeah. ships. Or... Yeah, exactly. Anyway, I think that's it. That's it? Okay. I say we rate it. Right. Rate it. Move on, gentlemen. Paul was just like force field. So boring. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Yeah, what, what's next? Comets, gas giants, brown gas dwarf giants. stars. Let's go watch some brown dwarfs. Then why don't we? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Vox Sala, one of the uh, the episodes with a uh, a Latin name. Jody, what would you give this one? Uh, I'm gonna give it a seven and a half again. All right. Uh, I'm not here. Um, well, he was here for a second. Um, yeah. Couldn't hear us. Um, I will give, give this. Us a rating. I think this was. A, I like this. Okay, uh, I give this an eight. I go seven and a half. I like it. Okay, too. Yeah, it's okay. Got water. Polo. Like I don't regret watching it. It's, I watched I it, it twice and I wasn't enough. bored. So. Yeah, I watched the toys too. Yeah. Just with us three tonight, it's a 7.7 rating, uh, about as good as it's been since acquisition. Um, and uh, it's it's got a fairly low rating on IMDb for whatever reason. Um, well, it just goes to show you because IMDb says that Oasis is a 7. Oasis it, is a garbage episode. It also thinks Rogue Planet's a 6.6. 6, so it's, yeah, it's like, given it a similar... I guess it's like whoever went out of their way to rate Enterprise episodes. You know, you're, it's, yeah. it's, it's something... It's, it's kind it's like of a that random... Guy that, it's like that guy that was leaving comments in our, in our YouTube thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, on As the mentioned, one. Roxanne Dawson, uh, Belana Torres herself. Uh, and I guess this is, like, again, like Rick... Like, look how much Rick Berman and Brandon Braga have written the first story. Season, it's all them. It's all them. all them. Like they must all have just like hauled up in a cabin for weeks, pumping up with pitches for stories. And it shows. It shows. Yeah. And Oasis. Decker, Oasis and Rogue Planet and 
all these yeah, things. The like, Terranova. That, this, this is unusual for a show of this era, uh, for yes, this many episodes is. to be written like this. Um, yeah. And what was actually? Sorry, I don't think that date's right. What is the date of this episode? Uh, oh, I have no idea. May first. Oh, it is right, right? Yeah, May first. Okay. Yeah, it was May first. May first. Uh, I said that was a Hoshi episode, but I'm going to go and I, I think it's ensemble. Uh, it's pretty much ensemble. Yeah. It focuses on Hoshi, but a little bit, but it. like not Hoshi, solely. It doesn't focus enough on her. Okay. What comes after this one, uh, Jody? Oh, I'm glad you asked, Dave, because I actually have that this time. Go figure. Uh, so next week's episode is Fallen Hero. Escorting a Vulcan ambassador accused of criminal misconduct, the Enterprise comes under attack by a corrupt race. T'Pol asks for Archer's help in defending their charge. Could be good. Uh, I remember it being decent. Uh, it's a woman ambassador. I can't remember okay. her name. The, the I don't think I've seen this it. one yet. Uh, it's it's cool. a good episode. It's, hero. Yeah. Okay, and Fiona Flanagan's in it. Yes, uh, that's who it I, is. Yeah, uh, who I know from like she's been she's been in Star Trek before too. I think I believe so. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember yeah. exactly. She's got one of those familiar faces. Uh, when you see her, you're gonna go, yeah, I've seen her in something else. She was Juliana Tainer. She was Data's mom. Ah, you're right. Her? Yeah, that's what she's from. Yeah, and and she was on. Uh, she was oh she was also in the D Space Nine episode uh, uh, Dax from the first season where you know she's like the the widow of the guy that Dax is oh the guy of. that yeah having I know who you're yeah. talking about she's yeah. a good 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 Irish actress um yeah so uh, Star Trek you know. definitely knows how to deal with Irish actors oh yeah like well Kate Mulgrew being one of the top ones yeah right so well, Irish American at least okay well, and, so and the, I, and uh, Taurus from uh, Picard. Oh yes, uh, well, you mean um, Taurus? You mean Tal uh, Talon, <laughs> Talon or or Laris? Talon or Laris? Oh, you know what? I'm just gonna say Taurus from now on. Yeah. We'll cover both of them that way. <laughs> cover these covers all bases. <laughs> covers uh, them all. <laughs> yeah. Speaking all right. of which, Dave, we do other things on this channel. Yes, well, you know, sometimes some weeks more than others. Uh, so right now, Star Trek D Space Nine at nine ish. Uh, it's been a rewatch series we've been doing D Space Nine for the last two years. Right now on hiatus. Just uh, well, Jeff, I think has to. I think Jeff really needs to get through. Um, you know, his these uh, early days of having a baby. You know, uh, yeah. You know, so I think yeah. in particular, I, I'm feeling that right now with him. So, uh, so you know, we'll, we'll, we're going to come back. Plus, ball hockey is starting up for us, so we're we're just going to take a few weeks off at least, and then we're going to come back to the rewatch series on D Space Nine. Um, and then also, but right now Thursdays, uh, actively watching the newest episode, Star Trek Picard, season two, episode nine, Hide and Seek, coming out this Thursday, and we're going to be covering that. Hopefully, um, better than last week's. Yeah, it was it was it was a polarizing episode last week for the panel, um, and so I always always enjoy those podcasts. I'm like, those are the ones I really remember where we all disagreed about whether yeah. it was good or not. Yeah. Uh, so the nine nine out of ten episodes uh, will be done after this week, and then the finale is next week for Star Trek Picard. Uh, and then. And then Strange New World. Strange New Worlds comes out May fifth. Uh, so we're gonna be covering that as well. I still haven't decided if I should be excited for this or not. I don't know. Like I'm going to try to just watch it. There's the a lot of things I like in the trailers, but it's the characters that I don't think I'm going to enjoy, but we'll see. Uh, yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I I'm, I'm open to it. Um, they got to win me over, of course, but uh, I will give it a, I will go in with an open mind. The nurse chapel character is the one that's driving me nuts right now. Just from like little preview we saw. Yeah. She seemed I like hope she doesn't act like that the whole time. What did she act like? Very saucy and saucy. You don't like the saucies. Uh, like, well, like a lot of tourists. You're on uh, a you're on a <laughs> military ship. Saucy is not something that normally yeah, happens. Saucy. Yeah. Well, it's not. I don't like when like when they when they take a character from like the original series, like Nurse Chapel or Spock or Uhura. Just be. I think be consistent with who that character was. You know. Yes. In the, in the Stop trying to show. reinvent them. And they yeah. and they are really trying to reinvent. They're established the character. characters. They're like, no, this character was actually not passive. This character was was 
tough or was yeah. this or that. Okay. Like, okay. I guess. Um, so, so, so I, I don't know. I, I think we can debate the merits of that when it comes out. Um, but um, um, anyway, Star, Star Trek uh, Strange New Worlds on the horizon as well. And uh, Star Trek Radio Theater uh, is in post, we're in post production for Darmok right now. Uh, fitting us to the audio version and looking ahead, I guess to May 8th. His hands in- wide. Or probably around May seventh or May eighth, we're going to look to do uh, the um, the Star Trek episode uh, "Family Business." Oh. Yes, <laughs> and so looking forward to that. Um, and uh, yeah, I got to wait for another Q episode to show up. Yeah, well, I don't know when we'll do Q next exactly. I I, I don't even know what we're doing after the movie. Uh, Maybe but we should uh, do that Voyager episode with uh, which with one? Q's wife. The one I want to really do from Voyager is Death Wish, uh, which is the one where the, the Q wants to commit suicide. Oh, that know? is a cool. Oh, yeah. Though. I like that one. Yeah. I think that, that one's it's also, it's just people talking around a table. It's like it would work perfectly for the, the format. So that's yeah. a great um, episode, too. That is a good episode. Yeah. 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 Uh, so looking forward to doing that. Uh, and then also straight, uh, super made brothers podcasting. Uh, we cover all kinds of things, uh, right now, big brother Canada, 10, two weeks left. Uh, we're in week nine right now. There's five people left. I'll be on later tonight, uh, with Jamil to break that down. Uh, the, the newest episode, the newest HOH and the nominees, uh, Wednesday and on Thursday, um, as we get down to that. And since survivor season 42, uh, Wednesdays right now, we're covering that Jeff and Jamil and I, uh we're now into the merge up to episode nine um and uh marvel uh, we're gonna be covering moon knight in the near future as well as dr strange and we were gonna do severance but then jamila was too tired last night so we had to push that so uh different shows and tv not related to star trek and guess what this sunday may 1st trivial debates our third channel we got Ooh. the next edition coming up we got oh boy a- oh my god oh boy <laughs> this is this is a this what is going to be a train wreck. Yeah, this is going to be something. So Chris what? Seymour, Matt George, and Tim Seymour competing with Eamon Mater, also oh, known boy. as Sam Jerka, hosting. So, oh, uh, boy. yeah, I I, I, I I don't even have words. I don't know if they'll have words, but, you know, we're going to see. Well, oh, I think oh, I think Matt oh, George is going to They'll have, words. They'll have words. words for sure. <laughs> I, I told I was like Tim, you want to do this? He's like, who am I competing against? Your brother? He's like, also, I'll win. I was like, of course, Tim, of course, yes. Yeah, but sure you don't can. know Matt George. He was like, I don't need to know Matt George. It's fine. And then, uh, and then, uh, yeah. And then Chris My said, he's like, Matt. Chris is like, I love this new Primus song. I'm like, that's cool. He was like, whatever the music question is, my answer is this song. I was like, okay. So it's um, that's his plan. Get ready for that this Sunday, May first, uh, as we bring out the next edition of Trivial Debates. It's exciting just looking at it all of a sudden. Way the potential <laughs> that's going to come here. Matt George has never competed be before. Fun. It's going to be fun seeing Aiden try to keep control. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, with like, these guys, <laughs> with two Seymours on the panel. Good luck. The the time limits oh. will definitely need to be enforced strictly oh, with these yeah. three. You're going to um, have to help them too. I think. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be good. Uh, so check that out this Sunday. Also, uh, check out Eamon's podcast. Let's talk about fighting games. He does with uh, su- uh, Super Smash Bro, Seth, and Paranoia, as well as um, uh, the the Hellbound podcast with Michael Chan and Alex Blackburn every Wednesday. It's a horror theme podcast. And check out Davin's podcast, uh, Locutors of Trek, which he, I was on last night doing the Star Trek trivia with Ashley Millard yes, hosting. I, I watched that. Yes, uh, it was it was a lot of fun. Lot of, I don't know had, how you some, guys know all that crap, but I didn't know I didn't know all of it. Like I, there was a lot of she stumped me a bunch of times uh, on a bunch well, of. Well, I don't want to give away who won, but I think that might not be accurate. Yeah, well, you know, uh, Locutor's a trek. Uh, so check out that Davin's podcast, and then you know he couldn't be with us tonight because he had to prep for X Men, the animated series rewatch, X rated. He does with Andre every Tuesday night. Uh, they go through each episode, rate it, review it, much like we did here on. Enterprise. What is this prep thing? I guess he pulls a couple sounds, but yeah. like I, I do it like five minutes before the show, and I'm a pro. So what do you do? Yeah, that's uh, true. You are, to my you, are uh, you are a, a god among podcasters. Thank you, thank you. Um, uh, you're too kind, sir. You're we should kind. go watch some water polo now. Yeah, we should. <laughs> Hell of a game. Beers. Best sport. Best sport in the world. Right. So <laughs> anyway, I think that's all the plugs. Uh, right. Thanks for being with us tonight. Thanks, Jody. Thanks. Kevin, uh, thanks to Adam. We're you know popping in in the airport for that for that five seconds there. Yeah, yeah that was good. Um, and then we'll, we'll we'll play us out on a clip. Uh, how about that? All, All right. right. I didn't know it was such a rough game. <laughs> 
Think of it as uh, one part basketball, one part swimming, and one part wrestling. And I thought it was just a bunch of guys screwing around in a pool. Hmm. It is. Yeah, live like a pocket. <laughs> oh, thank you.